Do you ever find yourself instinctively agreeing to something that you don't want to do, that you don't have the time or energy to do, but here you are raising your hand? Do you ever find yourself volunteering or committing to something and then instantly you're hit with this feeling of regret? You make a commitment or an agreement and then right afterwards you experience this sense of inner dread when you find yourself saying yes when you wish you had just said no or maybe even nothing at all. Perhaps you feel obligated to step up to rise to the occasion in the moment Perhaps it's instinctual, and you speak before you think, right? The need presents, and you just being this yes person or the solution seeker that you may be, you instinctively spring into action without really considering your own boundaries, without really considering your own time constraints or your own needs. Perhaps you find yourself feeling exhausted, depleted, burnt out, and running on empty, like too little butter spread thinly across too much bread. Maybe the burdens of your obligations and your responsibilities have you feeling like you're juggling and that with the slightest misstep or miscalculation, everything will come crashing down around you. Or maybe you find yourself engaging in those exhausting people-pleasing behaviors, avoiding conflict like it's the plague like an Olympic sport, tiptoeing around with such delicacy around the needs of others while neglecting and compromising your own. Maybe you find yourself defensively over-explaining your actions or your motives to others. Or perhaps you find yourself hiding behind that mask of perfectionism and trying to keep busy as a way to distract yourself. Do you find yourself shrinking into the background, making yourself smaller and smaller in those situations where you notice your discomfort is rising? Does the fear of being met with disagreement or potential confrontation, does it keep you from standing up for yourself or from saying the hard things? Are you afraid to speak up for yourself or to voice your needs and personal boundaries? Does the idea of saying no make you cringe, make you feel a little uncomfortable? Or maybe it brings up a sensation of anxiety. Maybe you feel that knot rising in your throat or that sinking sensation in the pity of your stomach. Maybe you feel a little guilty saying no or drawing a solid boundary. So oftentimes, and in these cases here that I've mentioned in these examples, the need for boundaries, it's clear, but it isn't clear until it becomes problematic until that sensation of regret, that inner dread kicks in, until you get that emotional feedback in your body and from your emotional triggers that something isn't right. What if I told you that these triggers, that they're firmly rooted in your own beliefs that you hold about yourself and that they are reaffirmed in your relationship patterns and your relationship dynamics, and these beliefs that you hold of yourself, they are mirrored back to you in the boundaries that you maintain with others. What if I told you that people treat you exactly how you allow them to treat you? What if I told you that we literally show people, we show them how to treat us by the very boundaries that we maintain? And through these boundaries, or sometimes through a lack of them, we show others the very behaviors that we find acceptable. What if I told you that there are vital messengers gently tucked within the discomfort of your emotional triggers? 
What if I told you that these feelings of emotional discomfort, these emotional triggers, they aren't just silly, irrational, fleeting little emotions. They are your own inner alarm system, and they are alerting you to what doesn't support you, to what doesn't serve you, to what needs to change. If something doesn't sit well, or if something feels off, well, that's because something is off. And you have every right to speak up and to address your needs because we all deserve to feel safe. We all deserve to be heard and to feel comfortable. And if we don't feel comfortable, well, then it's our responsibility in caring for ourselves to address that and to speak up. So if you've experienced any of these scenarios or if you've ever found a time where you felt similarly, well, then I can assure you that you are in good company. As I have spent so much of my life So much of my journey in shadow work and grief work, so much of my work in therapy, stumbling my way through these very examples. And I've come to understand something. I've come to understand that these struggles, these issues with personal boundaries, well, they're a big part of the human experience. And I think many of us struggle. We struggle to not only recognize our own needs, but many of us, we struggle to find that confidence in our voice, especially when we find ourselves going against the grain or speaking up against the status quo or doing something differently than how we've done before. So in this episode of Illuminating the Shadow, we are going to be exploring some of these themes a bit deeper as we shine a light of gentle awareness into some of these shadowy aspects of our experience by re-examining some of our beliefs and tendencies that we have about recognizing and honoring our own body autonomy, our needs, and our values through the use of effective boundaries. So some people may believe that boundaries, that they appear to be limiting, that they appear to be restrictive in nature. But when they're used appropriately and effectively, let me assure you, they are quite the opposite and they are liberating as fuck, okay? Our boundaries keep us safe. Our boundaries are how we respect and honor our own needs, our values, our priorities. It's how we respect and honor our bodies, our time, and our energy. Boundaries are how we love, honor, respect, and care for ourselves. Setting boundaries is having the courage to recognize and to accept your own needs, to love yourself, even when you risk the possibility of disappointing others. Setting boundaries is having the courage to nurture and to care for yourself and the confidence to speak your truth. And we all have a personal obligation to value and to prioritize our own needs and our well-being. Hey there, friends. Welcome back, and thank you for joining me today's episode of Illuminating the Shadow with your host and guide, Britt Hampton. I'm Britt Hampton, and I am just so very grateful that you are joining me on whatever platform you find yourself. As always, I welcome any feedback, so please feel free to leave me a review on Spotify, Apple, Audible, or wherever else you may be listening today. And if you don't want to miss out on any future content from Illuminating the Shadow, well then I invite you to hit that follow or subscribe button if you feel called to do so. Just a reminder, I am now releasing new episodes every Wednesday, alternating between content episodes like this one and a bonus exercise or meditation episode. So keep your 
eyes peeled for next week's episode um, that will accompany this one. And if you'd like to dive in deep further into this journey of shadow work through self-awareness, personal growth, and self-reflection, well then I invite you to keep a lookout for my upcoming Patreon campaign. It'll be launching here super shortly. I'm working out the details and on there I will be offering live meditations, exclusive bonus features, and supplemental materials. So if that's something that interests you, please keep a lookout for that. So in this episode of Illuminating the Shadow, we will be building upon some of the foundation and the context that we have been laying in the last several content-based episodes of Illuminating the Shadow. If you haven't gotten a chance to check those out um, and you'd like to, I encourage you to do so. If not, that's totally fine too. I will be providing enough context here today to where you can just jump in. I am so grateful to have this opportunity to share with you a bit today, and I'm really fucking excited for today's topic. All right, because boundaries is my jam. Boundaries is one of my absolute favorite things to talk about, and it's such a universal topic that we all deal with, and I don't think that we talk about it enough. Boundaries affect and influence everyone in lots of ways. They socially, right? Mentally, it impacts our health. I mean, all the ways we are influenced by boundaries. And I can't emphasize enough how truly important they are. But I'm going to really try to in this episode. So for me personally, I've been conscientiously working on my own personal boundaries. Um, I've been working in therapy to develop and foster some really strong, sustainable and healthy boundaries for a little over six years now. And the more I dive in, the more layers I begin to uncover the more deeply rooted I begin to understand this work in boundaries to be. So it is my hope that the content in this episode, that it resonates with you and that there is something that you can take away from this material or even something that challenges or inspires you to reflect upon your journey thus far, where you are now, the circumstances and things leading you here and where you wanna go from here. So it is my most heartfelt intention that with this episode, that it serves you in some way and that there is something constructive and healing that I can offer you of my own experience. So with that being said, let's get into it. I should warn you, this shadow work, it's challenging work. And this radical work in self-awareness, in personal accountability and in boundaries, it's really, really hard, especially if these concepts are completely new to you. And so some of you may not be ready to yet entertain the information that I will be presenting today. And that's okay. I want to assure you that that is just fine. For some of you, I will be speaking about things that will be really difficult to hear, really difficult to think about. And so for those of you that may struggle to hear what I'm trying to say, I want to assure you that that's okay. In those cases, I am just planting little seeds, little seeds of awareness. And if you're not ready to nurture and attend to these little seeds of awareness, that's perfectly fine. They will rise up and grow at a later time when you are ready. And I want to assure you that no matter where you find yourself, no matter where you find yourself, just know that you are exactly, exactly where you are meant to be. And there is no shame being where you are and taking your time and allowing your own processes. So for our journey today, all you will need is a curious mind, an open heart, and a willingness to offer yourself some gentle awareness. 
you know how I'm always saying that there is power in your voice and there is medicine in your story? And I'm always telling you that you're actively rewriting your story through your own interpretations of your experiences and through your own narratives. Well, that narrative, that story of your life that you are writing, it is molded by the very things that you say yes to and the very things that you say no to. It is molded by the very things that you say yes to and the things that you say no to. And these things, these yeses and these noes, they are directly reflecting back to you in the boundaries that you set, the boundaries that you set forth with yourself and the boundaries that you set forth with others. People treat you how you allow them to treat you. And we show people how to treat us. We show them the very behaviors that we find acceptable. And through these behaviors and these tendencies, they're directly reflected in the very boundaries or sometimes the lack of them that we set forth with others. You can't keep getting upset when people are sucking the life out of you and you're the one handing them the straw. So today, I want to reframe some of our beliefs around boundaries. And rather than approaching the concept of a boundary as a divide, as a line drawn in the sand, as something restrictive, something limiting, well, I hope to encourage you to maybe consider boundaries as a form of radical self-care, as a form of radical liberation. Perhaps we try to reframe boundaries as the means through which we can better respect and honor ourselves. I hope to encourage you to maybe consider boundaries as the means through which we can better respect and honor our needs, our values, our priorities, our bodies, and our time and energy. Boundaries are how we love, honor, and respect ourselves. And in respecting the boundaries of others, that's how we respect and honor others. And we don't have to see eye to eye. We don't have to agree to do this. Real support does not entail sacrificing your own needs. Supporting another does not mean neglecting yourself to do so. It does not entail sacrificing your sense of safety or your own needs in the process. And so in today's episode, I want to really encourage you to Allow yourself the permission to draw the line. Give yourself permission to say no and to say it with confidence. Give yourself permission to enforce the boundaries that you set forth. Trust in the direction of your own inner compass, that innate sense of what is right and what is wrong for you in your body. Allow it to lead you. And once you release this idea that it's your responsibility to be what others expect of you. Once you give yourself permission to really value and to listen to your own inner workings, well, then you'll be able to embrace yourself. You'll be able to embrace yourself and your needs more fully. And you can do this through the use of solid and effective boundaries. If somebody truly cares for you, they will respect your boundaries even if they don't agree with them. If somebody truly cares for you, they will respect your boundaries, especially 
once you reframe it as a firm boundary, regardless of whether or not it comes accompanied with reason or not. No is no. Consent in all of its forms is valid. No is a solid response, a whole answer, and a complete statement. All right, so with that being said, we're going to talk a bit about different types of boundaries because, well, they apply to so many aspects of our life and so many aspects of our interactions with others. So the first one I want to mention is body autonomy boundaries, okay? So this one comes with a heavy emphasis on consent. And oftentimes, this is the boundary that we see most violated in ourselves as children, okay? This boundary is the most scarring and it has some long-term effects. Um, And oftentimes it's inflicted unintentionally. So we see this when we see families that tell their children or that perhaps told us as children, go hug uncle so-and-so. You're gonna make him sad if you don't, okay? We see this body autonomy boundary. We see it compromised when we see our children pulling away mid-hug because they've had enough, right? And then the other party, the grandparent, the whoever, hugs them tighter. They're not intentionally disrespecting their boundaries. But they are, you know? You might not be meaning to, but you're teaching that child through those actions, hey, you tried to say no, but that wasn't good enough. And in doing so, sometimes we're, we're unintentionally violating boundaries, all right? So there are body autonomy boundaries. We're not gonna go too in depth in that, in this episode, all right? Um, there are physical boundaries. Maybe you need some physical space. It's okay to love people from a safe distance. It's okay to cut ties with little to no explanation. It's okay to do what you need to do to be okay. It's okay to put your phone on silent. It's okay to dip out for a couple months and reappear when you're ready, okay? You don't owe anyone shit. You have no obligation to tiptoe around anyone's emotional outbursts or anyone's discomfort. You are not obligated to maintain people's expectations of you, and you don't have to. And you don't owe people shit, all right? So I encourage you now and at all times to really give yourself permission. Give yourself permission to get what you need in any given situation. So sometimes that might be some physical space. Sometimes that might be some physical boundaries. All right? Then there are emotional boundaries. We spoke a bit about this in the last episode, but in case you missed that, I'll cover the basis. So emotional boundaries are being accountable for your own feelings, right? Allowing them and owning them. Emotional boundaries are being responsible for your own inner workings and your emotions. Your feelings and your emotional triggers They're your responsibility to address, all right? And it's not anyone else's obligation to tiptoe around your feelings or to water themselves down to make you more comfortable, okay? 
So sometimes we might feel like overextending ourselves to others in this manner, that it's helpful or considerate or loving, but it really isn't. Because if you are compromising your values or your integrity to tiptoe in any manner around anybody, you aren't really being true. You aren't really being honest with yourself and you really aren't helping anyone, okay? So the big thing with emotional boundaries you need to be accountable for yourself through your feelings and your boundaries. And this is a little intimidating at first, but it's also empowering as fuck. You take your power back when you take responsibility for yourself, once you own your experiences, all right? And once you begin to really understand this, well, you won't feel that sense of learned helplessness. And then you can better transition out and away from that victim mindset that so many of us struggle with, right? So there are assumed boundaries. These ones are unspoken, they are implied, and they're often reflected through actions. They're unspoken because, well, oftentimes there isn't a need to speak them, right? Then there are spoken and clearly communicated boundaries, right? The ones that we have to address head on, the ones where we have to be like, hey, this doesn't fly, I need this. So today, I want to approach boundaries as a lifestyle. I want to approach boundaries as a lifestyle and as a radical form of self-care because they are. They are how you love and respect both yourself and others. All right? So there are many other kinds of boundaries. We can apply boundaries to basically everything, really, right? Um, so they're not limited by any, by any means to these circumstances, all right? Again, I'm going to repeat myself. Give yourself permission to draw the line. Give yourself permission to say no. Give yourself permission to enforce and reinforce the boundaries that you value and that you set. Trust your own inner compass. Trust that innate sense of what is right, what is wrong for you and your body, and allow that to lead you, okay? And if people really care for you, they will respect your boundaries, even if they don't agree with them, and especially once you reframe it as a firm, solid boundary, okay? No is no is no is no. And not respecting a firm boundary is a huge red flag, okay? I cannot emphasize this enough. Huge red flag. If somebody does not respect your boundaries, they do not respect you. They do not respect you or your body autonomy. The only people that do not respect your boundaries and that will challenge your boundaries, well, they're the people that benefited in some way from your lack of boundaries, okay? They're the people that benefited from you not having any, okay? So if somebody doesn't respect your boundaries, let me assure you, It is a clear indicator that that is not your person, okay? Your people will respect your boundaries. And it's okay that you aren't for everyone, okay? So if someone doesn't respect your boundaries, it's important for you to recognize that. And it's important for you to recognize a lost cause when it presents itself. It's a very important and sometimes very painful lesson in discernment, okay? But as you begin to reflect upon the boundaries, 
that you see reflected as examples in your life. As you begin to see and reflect upon the boundaries in your relationships, perhaps you begin to question whether or not these cycles and these beliefs about boundaries that maybe once held you, that kept you comfortable and safe in what you knew at the time. If you're beginning to see that these behaviors and these beliefs aren't serving you any longer and you're ready to release yourself from their holds, well, it may be the time to start to think about your own journey in boundaries. So perhaps you find yourself reflecting upon your own journey in boundaries, where you've been, where you find yourself now, and where you would like to go from here. I'd like to mention that when you aren't used to setting boundaries, they can be a little difficult to navigate, especially at first, okay? They can be pretty tricky, and they can feel really uncomfortable, all right? You may feel any range of emotions. You may feel a sense of guilt or a failed sense of obligation. You may feel fearful or anxious or nervous about setting a boundary. Maybe you've been taught that speaking up or speaking out, that it's a sign of disrespect. Sometimes we feel mean, abrasive, aggressive, bitchy, right? And if you do, if you think that boundaries are mean or too much or aggressive, well, this is a pretty good indicator that you've likely spent far too much of your time overextending of yourself, compromising your boundaries and overgiving, okay? You might find boundaries to be scary and intimidating, and you may feel yourself bracing for the other's reaction. But here's the bottom line. Regardless of any beliefs or any traditions that you or your family hold about boundaries that you believe to be true, at the end of the day, the bottom line is you deserve to feel comfortable. You deserve to be yourself, and you shouldn't ever have to compromise your sense of self, your sense of safety, or your body autonomy to ever accommodate anybody, okay? And if you find yourself in those situations, well, perhaps it's time to reassess your priorities and your own personal boundaries. So as we begin to take a closer look at some of the boundaries that we maintain in our life and in our relationship, there are some important points that... I think are really helpful to consider, okay? So first off, this boundaries work, it's hard work, okay? This is not easy. And it's especially difficult if you grew up in a household where your boundaries were undermined, okay? Where your boundaries weren't honored. Maybe you didn't grow up in a household where you could freely express your feelings. I didn't. So if this concept of boundaries, if it's new to you, it does take some time. It takes some time and it does take some serious work. And if you are in a position or if you're not opposed and open to it, working with a therapist, working with a counselor or other mental health provider or professional, it can be really, really, really supportive, okay? The second thing I really want you to take away from this, listen to your body. Listen to your body, feel your emotions, and allow that innate knowing, that deep wisdom of your wise body, allow it to guide you through this work. Give yourself permission to listen to yourself, to listen to your own inner compass, 
and to honor yourself by allowing those sensations, those emotions to guide you through this process and through this work. Sometimes we need to take an intentional moment for pause before responding. Um, And that's okay. Um, Actually, there's a really brilliant quote that I wanted to share with you. Yes. Viktor Frankl says, Between stimulus and response, there is a space. In that space is our power to choose our response. And in our response lies our growth and our freedom. So take a break. Take a moment. Allow yourself that space. Okay? Because this boundaries work, it is liberating and it can be. Okay? I encourage you to prioritize your inner resources. Your inner resources are your time, your attention, your intention, right? And you get to choose how and where you spend these most valuable inner resources. I'd like to encourage you to really practice and prioritize your own self-care. When we say no to others, we are really saying yes to ourselves. And when we say yes to ourselves, Anytime we say yes to ourselves and to our own needs, well, that is self-care. And there is nothing selfish about self-care. Let me repeat that. There is nothing selfish about self-care, okay? It is responsible and it is your duty to care for yourself, all right? So we may as well just take the self out of it and just call it care, all right? Care for yourself. Another point that I want to make that's really important, I'm going to be talking about this a bit more in depth in the next episode, the follow-up episode to this, Um, so I'm just going to kind of graze over it, but um, really important to mention, asserting a new boundary in a relationship that is well-established, in a relationship that is well-established in a lack of boundaries, it's going to be a challenge. It's going to be difficult, okay? And so that challenge It's to be anticipated. It will arise. There is a natural adjustment period because you are very clearly changing the dynamic of that relationship, all right? You're changing the rules of the game midway through. And this is okay. It's absolutely okay, especially if the previous rules didn't fly. But it often does present some challenges, okay? It presents some friction, some of those growing pains I like to mention. And it takes time. So there is a period of adjustment when you are asserting a new boundary in an old relationship, okay? And just like any other period of growth, it takes time, it takes patience, and probably a little perseverance. And sometimes, sometimes we need to take a step back to really see the clarity of the situation. I want to encourage you to really explore and to know your own personal limits, okay? Know your hard stops. Know what does not work for you, okay? And as you begin to cultivate and develop this discernment, well, then you can begin to distinguish between what situations, what people, what scenarios are worth your time and efforts And what ones are a waste? What ones are an exhaustion? What ones aren't worth your time? I also want to mention it's totally okay to love people from a distance. That not everyone is for you. Okay? Not all of our families are healthy. 
And if things aren't good, if things aren't healthy for us, well, it's our responsibility to recognize that. It's our responsibility to recognize that and to do something, okay? So I want to encourage you to really pay attention to how people, how your friends, your partner, your family, your coworkers, how they respond to your boundaries. There is vital information in how they react to your boundaries. And it's up to you to pay attention because if somebody doesn't respect your boundaries, well, they don't respect you. So pay attention to how people respond to these boundaries. Do they meet them as a challenge? Do they meet them as something to be overcome, to be pushed up against? Perhaps they meet them with anger or frustration or hostility. Do they voice their disappointment? Or perhaps they even try to guilt trip you. Do they try to deflect them, to undermine them, or to even talk you out of them? When you voice your boundaries, do you find other people responding defensively? Maybe they flip the script. Do they downplay your boundaries and tease and poke fun? Pay attention to how people respond to your boundaries. Pay attention to both what is said and what is unspoken. Pay attention to how you feel afterwards. Do you feel drained or wiped out? Do you feel defeated? Do you feel resentful or like you've wasted your time and efforts? Or do you feel heard? Do you feel valued? Do you feel supported? Do you feel like you're going to have to have this conversation about boundaries more than once? Ask yourself these questions and be patient and gentle with the input that you receive. This input will provide you with valuable insights with how to proceed further. So keep these questions in mind when you find yourself dealing with your boundaries, when you find yourself dealing with boundaries of another. And we're going to be building off of this context as we dive in deeper into this a bit more in next week's episode. So when you develop and when you maintain healthy boundaries with yourself and with others, you act to honor yourself. You prioritize yourself as you foster and encourage a sense of self-acceptance and self-worth that is unwavering. When you develop and maintain healthy boundaries with yourself and others, you advocate for yourself and for your own needs. When you develop and you maintain healthy boundaries with yourself and others, you show people how to treat you and how to respect you in your shared space together. When you develop and you maintain healthy boundaries with yourself and others, you aren't left feeling drained, exhausted, and wiped out after your social interactions. The inauthenticity of walking on eggshells and maintaining polite expectations, it isn't there, okay? When you develop and you maintain healthy boundaries with yourself and others, you know that you don't need to explain yourself or to prove yourself to anyone. And you know that you don't need to always agree or to be on the same page with other people and that that's okay, that your experience is still valid. When you develop and you maintain healthy boundaries with yourself, you develop a sense of empowerment and you can then foster and further develop this through your own internal validation that we've spoken about in other episodes. When you develop and you maintain healthy boundaries with yourself and others, you learn the value of your own discernment. You learn to trust in yourself 
and you learn to trust in and to further develop your own sense of your internal messengers, your intuition. When you develop and maintain healthy boundaries with yourself and others, you don't shy away from the things that you perceive as conflict. You see those growing pains as an opportunity to grow and to grow together. When you develop and you maintain healthy boundaries with others, you liberate yourself from the shackles of the expectations that others hold on you, and you are free to be you in your most authentic and vulnerable form. We live in a world where the truth is limited, where it's censored, or even deliberately avoided out of a fear of the discomfort that may arise and what the truth might draw to the surface or bring to the light and reveal. Whether these tendencies to avoid and to shy away, whether they're conscious or not, they originate from the same place. They originate from a deep sense of unhealed patterns, of tendencies of shame. So if you or someone else you're engaging with is fearful that the truth will expose rather than heal and liberate, while then some gentle awareness and some boundaries and some healing is most definitely required. All right, so I know I gave you a lot to consider today. So I want to encourage you to allow yourself some grace, allow yourself some gentle time to process and to digest this new information. I encourage you to take some time to quietly reflect and to contemplate some of this new material in your own time. I really hope that in today's episode that I challenged you, that I challenged you to reflect upon some of your relationships and how you interact with others and some of these boundaries and how they present in your relationship dynamics. I hope that this discussion, that it encourages you to maybe re-examine and reevaluate some of the beliefs that you hold about boundaries. And this may include some reflection and perhaps even a bit of unlearning and relearning. This kind of work in self-awareness and really looking at some of those more challenging parts of our human experience, well, it most definitely takes some conscious effort, okay? And that's okay. That's to be expected. This work with boundaries, this radical kind of self-advocacy, it's like a muscle. And the more that you use it, the stronger that it gets, the easier it gets to apply and to utilize. Okay? I used to be afraid. I used to be afraid to stand up for myself. I thought that in setting strong boundaries and hard stop no's, that there would be some element of disconnect from others. I really feared that their responses would entail disapproval or disappointment. And I was fearful of feeling like I was letting people down. I was fearful of not being consistent with the version of myself that I had always been for people. And I was fearful of the loneliness that I really thought might follow. Okay, I really anticipated this divide. And I know now, I know from this work that when I don't set boundaries and that when I don't actively work to honor them, 
that disconnect, that disconnect that I feared so much. Well, I feel it within myself. I feel it within my own spirit. And I know now that boundaries, they're not walls that separate us, but rather they are the very stepping stones that we need to connect more sustainably with each other. They're the stepping stones that we can use to connect with others while simultaneously fostering that same sense of deep connection and honor to ourselves, okay? I am so grateful to have this time here and to share with you a bit about my experience with boundaries. And I really hope that this episode of Illuminating the Shadow, that it resonates with you. And I really hope that there is at least one thing that you could take away from this episode and perhaps ponder in your own time. I'm so grateful that our paths crossed when they did because this work, this shadow work, this work in boundaries and this life, it's hard. It's all hard. It's hard work. And now that we found each other, now that we have found each other here, we don't have to do this hard work alone. So I really hope that this episode, that it served you in some way. And if it did, well, I invite you to hit that follow or subscribe button so you don't miss out on any future content from Illuminating the Shadow. And if you perhaps find yourself ready to dive in a bit deeper into your own journeys in shadow work through self-awareness, through boundaries, and through other topics like this, well, I invite you to keep a lookout for my Patreon campaign. It'll be launching here shortly. And I invite you to keep a lookout for my episode that accompanies this one and that comes out next Tuesday. Until next time, this is Illuminating the Shadow with your host and guide, Britt Hampton. And I'm here to tell you that there is power in your voice and that there is medicine in your story.